welcome to the Manthology Show, Life by Three White Guys in Their 30s. In today's episode, this is the last episode after 40 episodes, 40 weekly shows, mostly weekly. Um, we are bearers of uh, dis- some disappointing and sad news, and we're going to talk about why this is the last Manthology show, at least in its current incarnation, that you'll that you'll find um, why we're going on hiatus, what we learned, and what is the future of manliness. Joining me, as always, as they diligently have these past not quite a year, is Josh and Derek. Welcome to the show, gentlemen. Blake, today on a happier note, is the warmest February day for over a century. Now, I know that you are always telling me to be optimistic. Well, Blake, this is where I'm going to start. Are we on the verge of perhaps incalculable human suffering in poor equatorial countries? Yes, yes, we may in fact be. Are coastal cities on the verge of, you know, maybe needing not only subways, but like sub waterways? Yeah, yeah, that's all very possible. But Blake... (laughs) I'm wearing shorts in February. <laughs> so there's a silver lining and you found it, Derek. And I, I found it, Blake. I, I like it. I like it. Josh, welcome good, to the show. Good. I like to hear the optimism. That's right. Okay, gentlemen, this is this is closing now time. Now what's going on here? <laughs> well, Josh, Derek, we this here show, in my view, it just hasn't gained the traction we had originally hoped for. I had... I had, you know, grand ideas about having a huge following and just reaching a lot of people and doing events. Um, but yeah, you know, after 40 episodes, this just didn't reach. We didn't, we didn't do our jobs. Um, it's, it's, it's us, not you, as we'd say to the listeners. We didn't do well, our jobs. Well, it could and be them. It, it could be. be. Yeah, it could be the listeners too. But yeah, you know, we decided uh, we decided just today actually uh, to pull the plug, and it's kind of a with a heavy heart that we do so. I, this show has meant a lot to me. I've had a really fun time um, discuss, talking with you guys regularly, uh, and yeah, it's just I feel like we've covered a lot of ground in these forty episodes, and uh, yeah, so it's it's a disappointing, but but hard for me to to say goodbye, but uh, yeah. Life, the show goes on, or this show doesn't, but the life show goes on, and uh, that's where we are today. Yeah. I just thought I've, I've been thinking about what song you're going to pick for the opener for this. <laughs> no idea. Yeah, I'm feeling. This, I feel immense pressure. Me. <laughs> I, I know this seems random and definitely out of place, but I'm just going to throw it out there. What about the theme to the Golden Girls? I'm, Can we okay. do "Thank You for Being a Friend"? Yeah, because that's how sure. I feel. Okay. <laughs> yeah, done. Theme for thank you for being a friend, right? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. You just heard yeah, it. No, it, it's uh, that's production. <laughs> this is late. Production you just heard in it. line. Um, yeah, it's been great. It's uh, I was just saying, you know, Blake and I have been friends since we were kids, but it's been really, it's been really, really good getting to know Derek over this last year and doing this show and really coming to terms with a lot of stuff. Uh, I think we all have individually in trying to figure some stuff out, figure out what works and, and what doesn't work and why it, it or knowing that it's OK sometimes that the way things are and that we don't have to compare ourselves and to other people or people of previous generations. And yeah, it's been good. Derek. Well, Blake, even the Ren and Stimpy show only lasted 52 episodes. 
And I base most of my life and philosophy <laughs> and outlook on that. So I feel like, you know, if not today, we were only about 12 episodes away anyway. So, uh, yeah, you know, it sucks, but, uh, it, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Um, you know, I, I, I came into this, uh, in a pretty dark time in my life and I'm leaving it in a pretty dark time. <laughs> So I don't know how much I learned, uh, you know, from doing the show, but it's been a fun way to uh, <clears throat> to publicly assess some of my own um, shortcomings and um, as a man and and as and really more than that, as an adult, um, I'm having a real hard time with adulthood, and this show has been a fun way to kind of try to at least try to gain some perspective on that. Um, what I should be doing. Is there something I should be doing? Is it, is adulthood a should, or is it something that is different for everyone? Um, you know, these are the kind of things that I struggle with and this show i like to think hopefully helps some other people with that too. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. I agree. It's been a nice kind of lens into, you know, as we've kind of zeroed in and targeted, certain topics or ideas as they pertain to manliness and manhood. Um, it's, yeah, I agree. It's been a, it's been enlightening for me. Um, for, I, I guess, yeah, just trying to, I mean, I, I feel like I have learned quite a bit. I mean, one of the big things I've learned, um, is how, how much like most of manliness and feminism is, is kind of stereotypical, and it really boils down to, do you just want to be a good person? And there are masculine traits that we excel at naturally, and there are feminist traits that, that they excel at naturally. Um, but it's there's a lot of gray area, and I don't know. I feel like a lot of it is stereotypical. I remember that when we had um, Frank Miniter from the author of... Um, what was the name of this book? I can't... Uh, this will make this a man. This will make of you. a man of you. Well, yeah, Frank's going to be so disappointed in us. <laughs> <laughs> I really liked how Frank... I think Frank's kind of whole thesis is kind of on that as well, is that we need to be looking how we can be better, um, specifically towards the... You know, if we've lost any of our manliness to the good traits, while shedding the bad traits, such as harboring feelings and, you know, not communicating... <laughs> but then also taking and borrowing from the noble, more genetic female traits. I just, that's, that's, to me, that's what I think I learned the most, that maybe manliness is, well, I do believe it's this amorphous, amorphous, am I saying that right, Derek? This amorphous. Nebulous or amorphous idea that is injected with a lot more stereotypes than maybe is necessary. And while I certainly believe and acknowledge differences of gender, I believe we're a lot more closer um, than when I first started this this podcast, and I'm grateful for the things that we discussed to kind of make remind me this is what I need to work on. So yeah, I I, I like that. Yeah, that's I think that's kind of what I learned. I a quick question for both of you: Were there any, which episodes stood out more most to you? Which did you enjoy maybe listening and or producing? Um, well, I haven't listened to any of them. <laughs> um, but I, I listened to him just to really to to pick <laughs> to see what song Blake puts at the beginning of him. <laughs> I did enjoy the Frank Minotaur episode; that was really fun and very informing. Um, yeah, the first one was fun as well, um, just because there was the uh, 
uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? New, Just sort of the new car smell. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The podcast had the new car smell, and um, yeah, it was just. There's been a lot of fun topics we've had. Yeah, Derek, what about you? Any what episodes stand out? Well, I feel like it's really what what I've really liked about it is that I feel like the tone has been so so consistent, and I just like think about less than episodes. I think about the things we've talked about. I mean, we've run the gamut from you know (laughs) from the best fast foods to sunglasses to drafting the manliest men to, you know, apps that make you uncomfortable to just like, you know, whether men should keep journals. Uh, I mean, and then we even talked about like some, some heavier things like, you know, just, I don't know. I, I feel like we touched on a lot of stuff and I almost feel like this whole thing was like a 40 episode stream of consciousness in a way. <laughs> like we, we're just like we, you know, we got on, we got on, the, we start the show, and it's like, well, what are you guys uh, dealing with today? And I would yeah. come on and say, well, you know, like here's the crap I'm dealing with, and here's what I don't understand about life right now, and um, you know, and I, I think the topics were really kind of reflective of uh, the the personalities involved, but also the the tone of the show itself, which was, you know, just kind of like honest curiosity and like openness about like, yeah. I, I don't know if what I'm doing is right. You know, like, I, yeah. yeah. Like when Josh was like, you know, my, my lawnmower is broken. I, I don't really know what to do. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that kind of like openness and candor uh, in the face of like, you should probably as a man know what you're doing with that. I, I've really enjoyed like breaking that down a little bit. No, I agree. I agree completely. It's, it's been fun. And the transparency and the tone uh, has been good. I think for me, I agree, Derek, it was more the topics and we did cover so much ground. And one of the things I'm proud about in all of these episodes is that you really can, any listener can go back and listen to these shows. They're not time sensitive. They're evergreen. (laughs) They're not ephemeral. And they're discussing topics that will be around and will need, will probably look for answers to for quite some time. So I do like that evergreen nature of the 40 episodes that we produce. And I, I'm proud of that. I think it's, and it's one that I've actually gone back to when I was looking through, um, all our episodes and the titles. Um, I like to click back. There was one, I can't remember the the title, but I was like, Oh, I remember that show. And I clicked, I think it was a show. uh, It was in the teens. I can't remember, but anyway, I enjoyed going back and listening. I was like, Oh, I already forgot that principle, but it's still true as it was when we discussed it. Um, so it's kind of nice to be able to use these episodes as little as, as, crib notes of manliness if you will so, yeah yeah <laughs> but i like that i really liked derek's millennial special i liked the oh yeah that went into that it and really i feel good. i feel like the show would have been a success if all of us put in the similar amounts of work and dedication that derek committed to his special episodes to the the dude that one where you're freaking canoeing on the river i mean that's oh, just yeah. great the tool the 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 tool video or i mean it's like this mr rogers you're in pittsburgh working on tools and then of course none of you will hear this but derek and josh and i had the privilege of of producing and i mean we did it lost episode 39 that may never be aired i'm gonna let derek determine decide if he ever wants to air that episode but it was for me i felt um it was it was just it was the most genuine and most sincere this show has ever been 
Um, so yeah, it's shit got too real, (laughs) (laughs) a little too real. Yeah. But it was, it was for me, I really, I really enjoyed it. So those are some of the episodes that kind of stand out to me. Yeah. And it's, it's one, one of the things I've, I've enjoyed, um, you know, kind of tying into to the last episode is, uh, you know, when, when I lost my last job, I, I, I did not, um, I did not realize how much I missed being, or how much I would miss being a creator and, uh, creating things for people that they get something out of, whether it's enjoyment or a laugh or anything. Um, right. You know, I, I miss that every day of my life. And, and this this was a nice kind of like at least a way to, to keep in touch with some of the people that, you know, that I kind of struck a chord with my with my last job. And this was kind of a nice way to keep that going. And, you know, t- again, to, to, to kind of reference the last episode, I, I feel like, uh, you know, people may kind of be on to this, maybe not. Derek's not a Derek's not a real good place uh, <laughs> mentally and emotionally, uh, and yeah. So I, I mean, they could fill in the blanks on 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 where that went last week. But um, this has this has been a nice way. This is this has been a bright spot in in Derek's schedule and uh, and being open about some of these things, or at least as open as I'm comfortable being, uh, has has really been therapeutic, and I and I will miss it quite a quite a quite a great deal yes i will too i will too yeah it's it's nice to i agree derek to be that i i did like about this is we get to cut up with friends but also create and produce something that will still last we're going to keep the servers up uh for the foreseeable future so you'll still be able to download um the backlog of, of 40 episodes and we hope you do and we hope they're of benefit freely available to anyone that wants to learn from the topics we discussed. Um, but I did want to discuss too, you know, I think it'd be an appropriate time to discuss what is based on what we've learned. Some of the things we learned, what is Josh, the future of manliness? Well, um, that's a good question. That's a good question. You, are you optimistic? Are you pessimistic? Are you concerned? Are you I, I'm empowered? A little, I, honestly, I'm a little concerned based on where we are in some aspects of society. You know, I think I don't know if it was last week or the previous week we talked about uh, the degenderizing of of toy selection. Yeah, on yeah. Amazon. Yeah. I don't think that's good. I don't think that it's good that we're getting so um, inside ourselves and so overly protected and oversensitive that we're stripping away genders. <laughs> and I feel like that's I feel like if we're not careful as a society, we're going to keep doing that. And I think that that's wrong. I, I think, uh, you know, there's balance and equality in some areas, but you really you can't take away the strengths that uh, have been given to each gender, you know? Um, and so I don't want to see, I don't want to see us to keep going down that road. Yeah. Derek, what about you? What's the future of manliness? You know, I, when, when we started the show um, way back, you know, in 2016, that dark depressing time, um, 
I, I remember people would ask, oh, you're doing a podcast. What's it about? And when I would say, well, it's about manliness and kind of figuring out gender roles. And the, the, the reaction I got nine times out of 10 was a cringe. Um, <laughs> this is something that people are not comfortable talking about anymore at all. Um, and, and the, the automatic assumption was this is somehow sexist. What right. you're doing is like th- right. just without even hearing an episode, without even me explaining it, if you're talking about manhood, you're being sexist. Right. That was the, the gut reaction people had to the topic, to, to the concept of the show. And I feel like that's, that's really unfortunate because at no point, at least for me, was this show ever about superiority. If right. anything, it was about inferiority. Inferiority, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How short we come up um, to what the ideal is or, or, to, or to what we would like to be and what we would strive to be. And at no point was it ever meant to be you know at the at the expense of another gender right does does that make sense like this was about like three men figuring out what the hell that means to be a man and 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 somehow that you know that could turn into well i'm you know i'm a woman so i'm not going to listen to that i think this this show is as good for women to listen to as men because they could just laugh at us and see how much more their lives are together um than ours so, yeah, yeah, it's just it's really unfortunate that we can't even really talk about it's not even talk about we can't even bring this stuff up. Yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like we've gotten we're going down a bad path in terms of talking about gender and mixing that in with equality and sexism. And it's all one convoluted, muddy conversation now. And, and that's that's unfortunate. Like even so bringing even bringing up like, I'm, you know, as a man, I feel like I should be able to change a tire. Um, right. You know, people kind of go like, well, why, why do you, you know, no, it's not, it's just what I feel like I, I should, I should be doing that. You know, right. I feel right. like there was never any like negativity attached to it, but I, I feel like, and, and maybe I think like maybe that's part of the reason the show didn't catch on is, is people just aren't comfortable with this topic anymore or, you know, I don't know. So Josh and Derek, do you feel, I mean, to both your points, it's almost as if you're saying that our speech is a little less free today than it's been in the past. Is that what you're saying? Oh, very much so. Yeah. Like, you know how you, as you guys well know, I'm an alien enthusiast. I'm a, I'm an ufologist, the the term the kids use. Um, You know how anytime you see in a, in a movie or you listen to an abductee talk about aliens, because I'm sure you guys have done that a lot. Um, they always say like the genders were pretty much the same. They all look the same. They all dress the same. There, there wasn't really much of a difference in these futuristic, you know, alien races. Um, they, they've they've got they've transcended that. They've gone beyond that. I feel mm-hmm. like there's kind of a little bit of that happening right now. Yes. Uh, yeah. To be truly progressive, we need to get beyond gender completely. And now everyone's just the same. But everyone's not the same, and, and that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. Yeah, you know, that's exactly I, what I, I'm saying. I don't saying. understand why ra- like racial diversity is a good thing, but gender diversity is a bad it's thing. Not, it do- doesn't great. make sense. Yeah, that's yeah, well that's, that's a better way of saying what I was trying to say. Yeah. When I when I think about where we're going, I you know going down this dark path as a society, I keep thinking about those um, 
you know, like the asexual androids that you see in <laughs> bad science fiction movies. We, you know. we all have and a that's how, Yeah, that's how, that's how people talk about each other. Like, what color are they? Well, they don't really have a color. What sex are they? Well, they don't have a sex. They're just a, it's just a thing. It's a person. It's living. I don't know what it is. I'm not going to put any adjectives to it. That's right. Our species yeah. is self-propagating. It doesn't require yeah. any. Yes. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> well, I I would I would agree with both of you that unfortunately and and thankfully it's not de jour that we have less free speech and so that's that's the good news is we're not we're not being legally oppressed by tyrants it, it's we're we're having negative peer pressure saying hey you shouldn't speak that freely you know that so yeah. so my that's the thing the silver lining there is we can overcome that so long as we don't have tyrants and a system that's suppressing if it's cultural and negative peer pressure we can beat that so that i'm 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 yeah i'm optimistic in that regard as for the future of manliness i i can only predict that it's going to be one of continued inconsideration let me give you an (laughs) example because my personal belief is i don't know why i'm wired the way i am but i'm just often inconsiderate to my wife or my daughter or my mother or the, or the, the plight or, you know, the of females or just the, the daily existence of females. Let me give you just a brief example that happened uh, last week. My daughter wanted to go to, um, a ba- she got invited to go to a women's college basketball game and perform, play another team during halftime. Really cool, right? I mean, really cool. Mm-hmm. It was for BYU women's basketball team. We live in Provo. And this is a this is a really big arena. It holds like twenty two thousand people. It holds more than the Utah Jazz's arena. It's like absolutely huge. And the men pack it in. And I just inconsiderately said, "Well, there's going to be no one there." And it really kind of I could just see my daughter just deflate, you know. And she was and I just felt like such an inconsiderate ass that I said it. It didn't matter. I needed to support her. I didn't need right. to use this as a chance to say, look, watch. I mean, objectively speaking, gentlemen, we know that watching humans that can jump and run faster, it's more entertaining on the whole. Okay. We don't need to rehash that, but we do need to focus on the ways that we're in- inconsiderate. And I was considerate last week. I've been inconsiderate last year, the year before that. So I, I predict a future of, of further inconsideration, incons- in but if we can keep returning to these ideas, keep discussing these ideas freely, I think we can combat some of that inconsiderate beliefs that we harbor as men. And that'll only make us better men. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I've said this before about a lot of things, and Derek sort of alluded to it. Like, there's just now this falls under the umbrella of things that we can't talk about. You know, you can't talk about this, you can't talk about gender or, uh, roles and things like that. And I've always said, like, once you say that about something, once you take it off the table and say, okay, we can't talk about that anymore. Well, then you're screwed because then you can't get anywhere. You can't fix anything. There's no resolve. There's no, you know, there's no improvement to be made when you put something and say, take it off the table and say, we can't talk about it. Yeah. It's almost like saying, we're going to damn this. We're going to cut it off, figure it out on your own. Don't you dare right. ask right. for help or yeah. help other people let your brain work through these issues. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, and I think one of the things that, that maybe contributes to this is the negative view of manliness that's kind of been 
I don't know, I think it's maybe a little bit media and entertainment driven. You think of like married with children, you know, you think of like the ma- like home improvement as the man is this inept kind mm-hmm. of, uh, you know, jerky guy. Um, but uh, you know, one of my favorite things to do is talk to like older dudes. Um, and when I talk, and I mean like really old guys, they're, they're so much fun to talk to because of the breadth of experience, life experience they have that I do not, and probably will never have. Um, <laughs> but one of the things that like, when I talk to them, that always comes up is like the pride they had in the things they did, whether it was serving in a war. I love talking to veterans about that. The stories they tell yeah. are just stunning and humbling to even hear that a human being's capable of, of doing that. Um, and they did it with pride and not even little things like, you know, I, I worked for 50 years in a factory where, you know, I killed my back every day, but I, I went and did it for my family so that my daughter could go to college to me, that's, that's manliness. Like, and, and, and the pride they had in that, um, that's something that I feel at least for me, like I, I know I'm a guy. I was born. I do have a penis. Um, (laughs) I don't really know anything beyond that. Um, as, as a young 30 year old guy who's trying to figure things out, I, I don't have that I can't tell that story and inspire awe in people. And I feel like th- when you can do that, um, that's when you know you're a man. And I, for at least this show for me has been trying to figure out how to get to that point, how figuring out how to get to the point where when I'm that age, I can sit down and say, listen, son, here's what you need to figure out. Here's how you get there. And one day you'll be content with, with the life you've led. To me, that's being a man. Yeah, well said. I mean, and you will, I, Derek. I, I, I just had a vision of you forty years from now, <laughs> being being the old grizzled vet that some yeah. young long haired is coming up trying to glean some wisdom from. At that um, point, I'll be Derek the White. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, it's just it's just experience. It's just life and going through it. And as we get older, we do learn those things, and you do pick up on them. It's just. Becoming an adult and going through the learning process, it's not easy, you know. And I think that's one of the key topics we've always come back to is, um, you know, there's the puberty years that are hard as a teenager and going through awkwardness. There's also like that 30-year-old puberty of like, now I'm kind of like becoming a real adult and it <laughs> sucks. It's hard. It's awkward. Yeah. Josh, Derek, any confessions you want to make before we close out? And I'll start. I'll go first. I've got one. In case you didn't catch it so far, there is no recording booth, and there is no man named Wilson that is our producer. What? That was, yeah. Wait, where the hell am I? So that's, that's my confession, that Wilson was a sham, just like he was a sham on Tool Time. And uh, we we borrowed that liberally from Tool Time, so that's my confession. Josh, Derek, do either of you have any confessions before we wrap this up? No, no, God, no, not on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Derek, you got anything? Uh, I mean, I I just I really want to thank um, the the people who listened uh, yeah. because getting people to listen was the hardest thing here. And once they listened, I never heard a bad thing about the show. Yeah. But it it, it was getting people yeah. to give something a chance 
um, that wasn't video. Like in my case, the audience I have, I, I was really hoping that, you know, a lot of the people that knew me from prior stuff would, would check this out. And, and, and most of them did not. And it's really disappointing. Um, so I, but rather than focus on that, I, I just want to thank the ones who did the, the classic game room people who, who said, you know what? I mi- I missed hearing Derek's nonsense and I'm going to check this out. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for giving these two losers a chance. Well, this is the end, but before we do this, I, just a couple housekeeping notes. Um, we're going to shut off the Patreon. So any, any long loyal that have been doing this for 40 weeks, again, to echo Derek's words, we thank you for your support. We will be shutting the down, closing it down. So you won't get dinged the following month. Cause there will be no following month podcast. So we'll turn that off. We will keep these shows up. I will keep posting them on my server. They'll be in iTunes and wherever you can get your favorite podcast. So we'll keep the, this feed live so you can archive and hopefully reference past shows to your gain and enlightenment. And lastly, if you want to send any shout-outs, we gladly welcome both hate mail and especially fan mail. If you want to give us a good pat on the back, that is men at menthologyshow.com, or you can do that at, at on Twitter at menthologyshow. For Josh and Derek, I am Blake Snow. Thank you so much for listening and supporting the Manthology Show. As one parting shot, I would just admonish that all of you, please be kind, curious, and brave on your journey. And long may your chimney smoke. Guys, this is heavy, man. It's I love, tough. I it's like tough. you guys. Bring it in for a bro hug. Hug that mic. Hug the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I got nothing to hold here. I'm just in an empty <laughs> office. Josh and Derek, thanks so much. I really do appreciate this journey. It's been a, it's been a fun ride, and I, I plan to and hope to stay in touch.